Warning, this podcast contains adult language, mature situations, Yakuza lieutenants who collect fine china, psychically powered underage girls, expensive salmon roll plates, absurd Yakuza circumstances, and Terminator references. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 333, Psychokinetic Girl Wins Over Made Man. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mog Review, some podcasts and main reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. This is your Hosan saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this awesome podcast. And hope you guys have been doing good. We hope you've been reading some awesome podcasts that we've recommended. And more importantly than that, hope that life is going amazing for you because things have been looking up for Greta and I and I'm really excited. She's going to be back on a couple of future episodes, so no worries. She's just been dealing with some other stuff, and we've also been preparing for our upcoming one-year wedding anniversary, so that's pretty cool. But I digress. Some of you are joining us for the first time, and I've got to say welcome, because you're wondering, what is this podcast about? I just saw manga review, so what are you? Well, Spirekin is a podcast that provides informative reviews about connectedly enhanced narratives. What does that mean? Well, depending on the podcast that we're you're listening to, we tell you the pros and cons about whatever subject we're talking about. Since this is our manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. We tell you how the art style is, the characters are, the overarching plot, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. We've been doing this since 2008, and we're not stopping anytime soon. And if you want to check out any of our earlier episodes or our backlog, Check it out at www.spirekin, that's S-P-I-R-A-K-E-N.com. We're also on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, Spotify, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, Stitcher, and several other sites. Just type in Spirekin, and I guarantee you'll find us. If you're playing on the PS Network, I'm Zan Spirekin. That's how you'll find me. So... Now that that shameless plug is out of the way, let's get to it, shall we? Now, beforehand, before I get to the manga releases of the week, I've got to say that someone emailed me asking about what happened to our segment where we talk about our random question of the day. Don't worry. I'll be bringing that back because it's a lot of fun. Just things have been a little out of whack lately. But I digress. So let's get to it, shall we? Because... It's time to inform you about the manga releases of the week. And we've had over 30 volumes that came out of various series. And some I'm really excited about. And some are kind of crazy. And one of them is the second volume of a series that I reviewed last week. Yes, volume two in English. Volume five is already out in Japan. And actually I own three of it in Japanese because I was at Akinokuya. And actually that's how I was reviewing it because the series was surprisingly addictive. Check. We'll get to that in a moment. So let's uh, talk about the manga, shall we? Now, first off, the first big one is 20th Century Boys, The Perfect Edition, Volume 5. That's the omnibus version. And if you've not read 20th Century Boys yet, it is a great series by Naoki Urasawa, which deals with nostalgia and crazy people who want to take over the world with homemade giant robots. I know that description sounds absurd and insane, but trust me, it is a phenomenal read. We reviewed it back in the episode where we talked about Berserk. It's in our archive. And if you haven't seen the film or read the manga, we highly recommend it. Now, next we have A Certain Magical Index, Volume 20, The Light Novel. 
surprised that series is still going on, but whatever. You have Excel World Volume 19, the light novel. After the Rain Volume 5, we're actually putting this on our Wheel of Manga. We've got three others that are going to be on there this week. You have Excel World Volume 19, the light novel. We reviewed that a couple years ago. Uh, Ajin Volume 13 manga. We reviewed that series a while ago. As Miss Beelzebub Likes, Volume 7, the manga. Now, the one that we reviewed last week, Beastars, the second volume in English, is released this week. If you haven't listened to the review for it last week, check it out. Uh, you have Bungo Stray Dogs, Volume 12, the manga. You have Cats of the Louvre, Children of the Whales, Volume 12. Combatants Will Be Displaced, Volume 1, the manga. Doro Hidoro, Volume 23. This is a very bizarre series that I really want to put on the wheel of manga. We'll see if we can do it. Because people have been talking about because it it's very strange. You have Dragon Quest Monsters Plus Volume 4, Goblin Slayer Volume 6, the manga, Hakumi and Mokochi, Tiny Little Life in the Woods Volume 7. You have How a Realistic Hero Rebuilt the Kingdom, the light novel Volume 4, and I am so excited because I actually love this light novel series, and I can't wait to put this on the Wheel of Manga because it's such a fun and absurdly crazy light novel series. That's an Izakai, that's a really guilty pleasure. You have If I Could Reach You Volume 1, I'm Standing on a Million Lives, Volume 3, Kanasuba and Explosion on This Wonderful World, Volume 2. You have Levius, the manga, Love at 14, Volume 9, Made in Abyss, Volume 7, Magical Girl Sight, Volume 10, Magical Girl Spec Ops Asuka, Volume 7. You have No Gun Life, Volume 1, and this is on the Wheel of Manga also because this looks insane. It's a guy with a gun for a head, and I hope this comes up. You have No Matter How I Look at It, It's Your Guy's Fault I'm Not Popular, Volume 14. Oh, Watamote. We had so much fun reviewing that with Baz. It is such an insane series. And I got to say, Greta is addicted to it because it's just, what insane thing will she do next? Uh, what else? We have uh, Popular, Volume 14. Overlord, Volume 11. Restaurant to Another World, the second light novel. And I'm actually excited for that because I heard it diverges from the anime and the manga completely. Sacrificial Princess and the King of Beasts, Volume 7. You have Strike the Blood, Volume 13, the light novel. Sword Art Online, Girls Ops, Volume 6, the light novel. The Ideal Sponger's Life, Volume 3. The Irregulars at Magic High School, Volume 13. The Miracles of the Niyama General Store. The Seven Deadly Sins, Volume 34. Now, one that I've been so excited for that we reviewed, and I love this series, and is my spirit animal. The Way of the House Husband, Volume 1, came out. And I fucking bought that. I was outside my Barnes & Nobles, and I bought that immediately. If you want to hear the review, check out our backlog, because it was about um, two months ago that I reviewed that insane manga. Highly recommend it. I love it. It's a great series. Uh, you have Torture Princess, Fremd Torture Chin, Volume 2. Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out, Volume 1. W-I-T-C-H, The Graphic Novel, Part 4. And you have uh, the light novel of that also coming out. So a plethora of amazing manga that we reviewed. So many of them. Oh, I forgot another Goblin Slayer is coming out, Volume 6. So yeah, so there is a crazy amount of fucking manga that we reviewed in this list that are all great. And there's actually four mangas that we're putting on the Wheel of Manga this week. We are putting on... Uh, we're going to be putting on... 
uh, No Gun Life, we're putting on Made in Abyss. We're going to be putting on I'm Standing on a Million Lives. And we're going to be putting on After the Rain. I was debating about Doro Hidoro, but I think I'll save that for Halloween, October, because it's supposed to be very creepy and insane. But this is a great week. If you have bought any of these mangas, let us know, zanspirekin.com, and email us. Let us know which of these mangas you guys support. So I think we should get to it, shall we? Yes. Let's get to the review of this episode, the thing that we've all been waiting for. And what is that? That is the manga of the day. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated on if they're reviewing a manga that was written by Masao Otake. It's published by Enterbrain, or One Piece Books, here in the States. Its original run is 2010, still coming out. There are 16 volumes, and it is a Senin comedy sci-fi slice-of-life series. And the name of it is Hina Matsuri. Now, this is a series... That's a very simple premise. You got a guy named Yashifumi Nita. And he is a lieutenant of the Ashikawa Gumi. He's a Yakuza lieutenant who's not very strong, not intimidating. He's actually kind of polite, but he does his job well. And he does his job. He runs a couple of the fronts. So he's not a minor guy. He's a mid-level guy. And he uses money to buy China vases, plates, because he likes that. Get, finds it very zen. And after a really important job, he did that. He's buying some stuff. Suddenly he sees a weird thing fall from his ceiling to the ground. It's a cocoon with a face on it. And a little girl. And he's like, I'm kind of drunk. This didn't happen. So he goes to bed. Wakes up. The thing is still there. And there's a little girl in there. And it's like, could you please hit the button on the back? Fine. Hits the butt on the back. A naked girl's there. And she introduces herself as Hina and wants food. He says, get the hell out. And when he says that, immediately this girl starts shaking. And all of his plates start lifting up and shatter. Turns out that Hina is a girl from the future with psychic powers that she could kill him immediately. She was designed and trained as a super weapon. She's gone to the past, and she's kind of holding him hostage. He's like, okay, fine. Here, here. I'll give you some food. Uh, here's some clothes. And he, she ends up conning him into taking her to get food, and she's going to live with him. So he ends up going to, like, the, not even Don Q. He goes to the local arcade and spends over $10,000 in stuff on this girl. He goes to the, he goes to a restaurant, ends up, buying her salmon roll, which she finds delicious, because after spending $10,000, like, I'm hungry. So what do you want? Uh, either Kobe beef steak or high-end sushi. So he takes her to a very inexpensive sushi place, which is a conveyor belt sushi, and she ends up getting salmon roll and falls in love with it. And she keeps ordering salmon roll, and that's kind of expensive. So he's like, shit, what am I going to do? Uh, well, I can't do anything because she'll obliterate me if I make her mad. So fine, whatever. Leaves her alone. And he ends up being called in by his boss. Something's going on. There's a crew that's going to be causing some problems. And he's trying to figure out what he can do because he's kind of listening to this, this situation. But he's also thinking, oh, God, this girl, she's got second power. She's going to destroy my house. If I leave her alone, if I don't, what's going to happen? 
And he ends up muttering when they're done. He ends up, if anything happens, I'll take care of it myself. So he ends up going home, checking on the girl. The girl's been a little weird, breaking some stuff, but she's listening. He ends up getting called in by his boss, who's been injured. Something happened. The Yakuza group made a move. And because he said that, the second in command, who doesn't like him, who's kind of a douchebag, says, okay, Nita, you said you'd take care of it. Here's a gun. Take care of it. They're sending him on a suicide mission to go to the headquarters of the rival faction and take care of them to avenge their boss. When this happens, Hina shows up, follows him, and she says, why don't you order me to kill him? It's like, what? Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm a weapon. I'm supposed to do it. He's like, you're living here. You're not going to be a weapon. I'm not going to ask you to do that. That's not cool. So because she feels indebted to this guy, she says, fine, I'll do it myself. She goes alone into this headquarters and ends up wrecking the shit out of everybody, killing everybody, not killing everybody, but hurting everybody, and then telepathically bringing the boss, Tanita, to deal with. He had to lift up a finger, and this girl decimated this crew. So Nita has become, he's the guy that gets shit done, because no one else realized that this little psychic girl did that. And now he's stuck with this little girl. And that's what the manga is. It's about them coexisting and all the things that happen. Whenever she gets pissed off, she has psychic abilities. She'll cause problems. He ends up dealing with it. His boss has an issue. He ends up going there and he ends up cleaning up after him. He ends up getting a bigger rep, bigger rep, bigger rep. And as this goes on, he ends up becoming more popular. Not popular, but everyone's jealous of him, but they don't want to fuck with him because he's a guy that causes... Like I said, he beats up a bunch of different Yakuza groups. He ends up decimating the entire field. But he said, how does he do this? How's he got all these abilities? And it turns out that she's been doing that. And he's unintentionally taking the credit. He's not intentionally doing it, but they're assuming it. So he gets the credit for the all these acts that happen. And his social life is going up, but his just stress is going up also. But he also kind of likes this girl who's been there, who's now essentially adopted him as her surrogate dad. And he's helping to kind of raise her... Gets her into school where hilarity ensues. The guy who owes the Yakuza group ends up taking over the school as a hostage situation. And then Hina ends up negotiating this weird thing where the class ends up deciding if he's going to go to prison or not. It's fucking insane. I would say it's a gag manga, but it's not. It's really not, but it's very procedural. That's the one thing I got to say. It is procedural, severely. It is very... Something happens. Nita has to deal with it. Hina cleans it up. And stuff happens. Eventually, another girl from the future shows up and causes problems because she's sent from the future to kill Hina. And they become a kind of cat and mouse game. But then she ends up getting stuck there. And this just repeats on and on. It's very similar to so many other series we've read and reviewed on this podcast. So I'm a little disappointed with it. I thought it could have been a little more intriguing. And honestly, after reading Psyche K, this comes off really just land i like the fact that it, the main character is yakuza i like that but he's not as interesting as the yakuza from way of the house husband that's such a more compelling and intriguing and interesting yakuza this is just yeah i'm a guy who, who collects jars vases and i'm gonna get stressed out about this and then hina is gonna use her powers and hina is bland she's just like oh Sam Monroe, I like it. Yay. Oh, I want to go to school. But I've been skipping school. 
Oh, it was boring there. I slept there. It was not as intriguing and engaging as I expected it to be. I expected more. It let me down. And art style, okay, not great, not terrible. Um, MVP definitely was uh, Nita. Hina just gets kind of annoying after a while. I will say there's a lovely gag at the end of the first manga where you find the ball that's entered, that made the cocoon that was around her, and Nita ends up setting it off. So he's stuck in the cocoon for like two days, and then Hina has to open it up, opens it, and then he immediately he takes the Terminator pose when he pops out of it, and just the back of the head heard, he's a Terminator, so that's kind of cool. Nice little touch. Um, but yeah, out of our five-point rating, I'm going to have to give Hina Matsuri... Your typical ring material at a local correction facility or psychiatric institute. It's it's super generic. It is really generic. It's the gag has been done better and more interestingly. It just it kind of eh. It's not done well. I don't like Hina. I find her kind of petulant and not interesting. She's boring. Uh, the rival Yakuza guy could be interesting later on, but right now he's nothing to grab onto. And it just feels like it's been done before and done better. I'm not going to lie. I say skip over this one. I know that the anime came out a couple years ago and people really raved about it, but I just... The manga just didn't grab me. It's not interesting to me. If you disagree with me, email me, zansparker.com. Tell me what... or or message me at Spirekin. Tell me what, why you think that Hina Matsuri is a good series. Let me know what I'm missing in this. What is the thing that I'm not seeing? Also, the random question of the day is going to be for this series. Would you want to go back in time in that cocoon? Let us know. Spirekin.gmail.com And so, remember, if you want to listen to any of our other episodes for some of the better series we reviewed, check them out at www.spirekin.com or any of the other sites we've talked about, or the stuff in the show notes. And if you have any questions, like I said, email me. And now, it's that time we've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. And so what we're going to do is I'm going to spin that wheel. Whatever number it lands on, that's what we're reviewing the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review episode 334. And I'm very excited because, like I said, we've got some great tiles. I'm personally hoping for no gun life, but we'll see. So let's spin and see. Number three. Damn it! If it was number four, we would have had no gun life, but no. Instead, we're reviewing a manga about a girl who likes her boss. Now, I've seen the first volume and it was actually kind of cool, but we'll review it officially. And what is the manga I'm talking about? I'm talking about Koiwa Amegari no Yoni, or Love is Like After the Rain, or as we have it over here. After the rain. Hopefully this one is... Well, we'll find out if this one's good or not in the next episode. But 
I want to thank you guys for listening and keep listening to this podcast. I do appreciate it, and you guys keep my spirits up. Keep listening. Keep letting me know how I'm doing with this podcast. And most importantly, I hope you guys have a great day. This is your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Keep reading manga. Catch you guys next time. Baby, it's a